Ladies and gentlemen, from All Seasons Studio 306 in Midlothian, Virginia, it's The Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode is Fauciism Defined. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. Um, we really need to start coming together on best behavior. Smile. Your behavior is on camera. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Undiluted Truth. My name is Ben. Let's welcome in our host, Mike. How are you doing this afternoon? Fantastic, Ben. Excellent. Yes, I am glad my behavior is not on trial, but on camera. Yes. I was thinking about that. Yeah, very good. No, uh, another excellent episode. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the last one. We did not get to everything that was in that episode. Uh, report necessarily, but uh, there is right. more to come on that actual article that we were doing on the Epic Times. Uh, but today we are back to Mr. Fauci, and it's getting, if you will, you're going to say it's getting better all the time. But for him and what we're learning about him is getting worse all the time. Yeah. And Fauciism is probably not a term that you hear very often in certain circles, but basically a a word or a term to define his his history if you will uh, the right. things that he's been involved in and i the first time i heard that i thought that that's perfect for what has been going on for so long it's just his mo his playbook you know i mean i, I referred right. to it for so long as you know his playbook is and then this uh, this wonderful woman that has been following him uh, and reporting on him for a long time used that term, and I loved it. It's Fauciism, and I think she'll actually mention that yeah. uh, in, okay. in the podcast today. So, Very cool. Uh, we are going to have a little bit of an overlap from the last episode on him, but uh, it, it really it, it begins with it, it, just after the report of how he was perverting and and changing and corrupting the actual AIDS and HIV crisis and what was going on there and how his MO is always to inject drugs, be it a, a drug, be it an injection of some sort, vaccine, et cetera, for a monetary gain. Right. And then the fallout usually is human beings. Yeah. And the Fauciism has no problem using human beings in experiments. And it really gets critical in this next particular episode. So, okay. Uh, I would say buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, well, first, uh, welcome all of you rock tumblers and truth seekers out there. It's, it's good to have you. There, it is good to be here on this platform offering another episode of The Undiluted Truth, and we will be injecting you 
yes, with the truth, not some bioweapon, uh, which uh, right. Fauciism yeah. injects yeah. with. So. Yeah, and I was, I was going to add, uh, since we had brought up in the last podcast, um, not the last one on Fauci, but the, the last podcast, we had brought up, uh, you had started reading off some of the, uh, the platforms sub- that we're on cur- oh, yes, currently. Yeah, yes, and yes. And so, you know, I had just done a quick search, and, and I found some that I hadn't heard of, so I was going to test you and see if you've heard of some of these other ones. So are there any other ones that you've, other than the ones you've read off that you know that we're on Well, off the top of your head? I I need to sort of recall the ones that I did read off and maybe maybe the ones that that I know we're on. Did did I mention Red Circle the last time? I mean, that is... I think you did, but maybe not. But yeah. You know, I don't, I don't think I did. Oh, yeah, and, okay. and of course that okay. you know that one always slips by, but that's sort of our you know uh, sort of our home yeah that's home site our, that we that's our hosting site right yeah. that that we work off of. But I, off the top of my head, I I you know that one uh, comes to my mind. So okay. red red circle, yeah, yeah, okay, which is sort of sort of where I don't know how many people at least in when I've been sharing this, most people haven't heard of red circle. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I haven't come across what I've been talking about so, uh, Red Circle, but do you, yeah. But that's one that we already knew. Did you did you have any other ones that we haven't regularly said? Let's see. Maybe? R- uh, let's see. Rumble. Uh let's see. I mentioned Podbean, so Rumble. Are we on Rumble? I don't know. I'm I'm I just guessing. No, oh, no, yeah, I, no, I, no, I'm no, I, I'm, I'm taking guesses oh, right oh, now. Oh, okay. Okay. No, we're not on. I know no. that we're on live. As far so. as I know, we're not on Rumble. Uh well, I've I've Go found ahead. I found it interesting because I I was just curious. I did a search mm-hmm. to see what popped up first, and sure enough, there was something else that popped up. And then, uh, but then ours was like right there near the top. And then several of them, several of the you know ones that we've listed were right there at the top. Right. But then I got down a little bit further. And I was like, well, these are interesting. So we're on Pod Dash Pod Pod Ash. Or potash, potash, yeah, yeah. pod, podash, yeah, right. We're How on, about, we're on that, and we're on podcast addict, a d d i t, a d d i c t, right. And I hadn't heard of those two, and then we're on one that's called Tune In. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Okay. So tune in, tune it's in. A, yeah. I, I I like it. It's tunein.com, and yeah, they, apparently they've got it. So. All right. I'm like, interesting. There's three more that I hadn't heard of that for some reason are carrying our, our podcast. So I'm like, uh, well, okay. Well, interesting. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think that might help clear some, you know, some thought or, or understanding of we are listed or, or we we are heard or have been heard in 40 plus countries. Yes, it's up to, I checked that the other night. It's up to... Now again, if somebody briefly got on, we don't know if they count that, you know, and then immediately got on. Yeah, we but don't. Well, we don't. Whatever know. the downloads are that we're right. talking about. But um, when I just checked, it's now at fifty, even. So There's you could 50 probably countries. Yeah, you could probably say that we are regularly downloaded because that number hasn't changed much in probably forty countries, at least on on a regular basis. Yeah, the Would last. You not say? Uh, sorry, say that one more time. No. I, I missed, 
wouldn't you say that we were most likely regularly downloaded in about 40 countries? Yeah, maybe not. Maybe partly regularly. Because the I'm very, not checking the very last, Yeah, the last podcast, well, I went and checked one of our recent ones, and uh, I believe there were like, I think it was right at 10 countries even when I checked, but it was only like within the you know week. So, you know, later mm-hmm. on, more people could... Very yeah, good. So it very yeah. well could be, you know, in a week or two weeks that 40 countries have listened to yeah. the podcast. Yeah. So on the way it ties up to what we were just discussing, the different platforms, it would be interesting to know w- what these people are listening to, yeah. to, to download us, you know? Well, that and um, we only know the ones that we're specifically pushing our podcast too from red circle that's all we're really tracking yeah so with all these other ones that we're not really tracking anything but they've picked it up we have no clue how many listeners we, we really have you're exactly right so i was just gonna i'm say not that. even sure how to track that but that would be really interesting right. if we could figure out how to right. you know, short of contacting every single one i mean sure it would be really interesting to see how many listeners we really have you know Hopefully, we will be able to do that uh, with some analytics uh, further. And, of course, uh, a piece of exciting news before we get going here is uh, we were discussing just prior to the podcast that uh, we will be videoing it's 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 going to happen ladies and gentlemen yes. so very soon, uh, very soon. Th- this will be happening with you know a, a primary piece of equipment is going to be purchased tomorrow and uh we will be doing that so good stuff coming forward uh, and just in some of my conversations with some local uh topics that are going on some very serious and heavy uh, topics and lots of people that are gaining ground on what's going on here in the state of virginia standing up for truth uh there is a lot that's coming down the pike so uh be sharing some of that with you uh later as well okay so and just to to uh mention just sort of a little carrot dangled to the to the listeners so okay Yeah. yeah sounds good right yeah okay well are we ready for Fauci? Well, I don't know if I'm ready for it. I don't or not, know. Yeah, but, uh, I was going to say. I don't know if anybody's ever yeah, really yeah. ready for Fauci. Uh, d- 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 don't take this lightly. Uh, <laughs> take it. Take it very seriously. But yeah. uh, uh, and this is another one of those episodes that I'd recommend. Find an area to listen to this undisturbed, quietly. You know, if you if you got the ability to find a little bit of solitude and just let this resonate with you, so that you can ponder what's going on. It is. Uh, stunning and unbelievable in in many ways so all All right all right we ready ready okay here we go fauciism is a an absolute contempt for natural non-toxic therapies a contempt for the whole dialectic and discussion about what is an immune system what is health how do you detoxify what does it mean when you're, when you're getting sick from a, a chronic illness? Uh, is it just a matter of attacking the accused pathogen with the most toxic drugs kind of imaginable? AZT at the time was the most toxic drug that had ever been put in a capsule and given to human beings. And quickly, that drug was specifically 
supposedly for those that had the AIDS uh, virus. Okay. So that's right. where that came from. And we'll mm. continue. My uncle and Terry Byrne spent a lot of time meeting with Tony Fauci and trying to persuade him to have a parallel track. Their proposal was to create a parallel track approval system that would allow community AIDS doctors to conduct clinical studies on off-the-shelf drugs that neither pharma nor NIAID wanted to test. AZT at that time was headed to be the most expensive drug in history. It would cost $10,000 for a year of treatment. Mm. And for that drug to function, Burroughs Welcome had to make sure that there were no competitors in the marketplace. Part of the strategy for the NIAID for Anthony Fauci and for his partners at Burroughs Welcome was to make sure that those drugs did not get FDA approval because it would have killed AZT. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Now, to tie that to today, Fauciism, does that sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin had to be quashed, if you will. Right. So that these other drugs, a la vaccines, could be brought into, mm-hmm. I guess, an approval situation using the emergency use authorization. Yeah. So game plan, still the same. Other drugs that were very useful back then, but AZT, don't forget this, was an extremely toxic drug. Yeah, absolutely. Fauciism at its best. Continue. And, uh, oh, by the way, for those listening, that is RFK Jr., which we're listening to, as a documentary movie based on the book that he wrote, The Real Anthony Fauci. Just wanted to get that in there real quick. AZT was approved in a way that I have said it kind of broke the spine of the FDA tradition, the FDA drug approval tradition that had reigned up to that point where it took up to 10 years roughly for a drug to be considered adequately tested for both safety and efficacy. I don't think the FDA drug approval process prior to that was probably all that safe or great, but at least it was something. You had to prove safety if you're the FDA and you had to prove efficacy for a new drug. That all ended with AZT. When I was at the Wellcome Research Labs, I was very proud to be in a place that had discovered the first drug that became allegedly useful for AIDS. I knew that they had found a, a new way to use uh, an oncology drug, and I thought, well, well done to them. I had no idea. I'm, I was like 28. I'm just you know, very happy. I'd never heard of Dr. Fauci at that time. I didn't know it was expensive, and I definitely didn't know it was what, that, it would actually, that it was really poisoning people. It's Dr. Michael Yeadon speaking mm. there. Neither NIAID nor Burroughs Welcome ever completed any long-term animal study. Burroughs Welcome financed Dr. Fauci's fast-track human trials, fragmenting their study groups in 12 cities into small cohorts, making safety signals difficult to detect. 
1987, Dr. Fauci's team declared the human study a success and terminated it after only four months of a proposed six-month study, a record-setting speed for chemotherapy approval. That four-month observation period was far too short for researchers to detect side effects that would occur in patients taking AZT for years or even for a lifetime. Mm. Arthur Ashe died, and when Rudolf Nureyev died, and many, many other friends of mine who died during that period, during the 80s and 90s of AIDS, my assumption was that AIDS was killing these people. I was completely unaware, really, until I wrote this book that there was an alternative narrative. Many doctors and scientists and activists believed that it was actually the majority of those men were dying because of AZT poisoning. Mm. Arthur Ashe himself suspected that it was the AZT that was killing him and not his HIV infection. Both he and Nureyev were healthy uh, until they began taking AZT. Public health colonialism enables us to show up in third world countries, demand that their leadership tell the people that they are all about to die of a terrible new disease and we have to get in there and we take over. Protecting the needy and the poor and especially people in third world countries from this terrible virus. I worked in South Africa, you know, at the height of the AIDS epidemic. It was a pretty terrifying time. Uh, we didn't really understand what it is. So these poor people would get overwhelming infections, they'd get pneumocystis pneumonia, and they would die. And we were helpless. And mm. oh, we have to give them AZT, and we have to give them drugs, and we have to give them vaccines. We thought this was the, the answer to the AIDS epidemic. You know, we had no idea how toxic it was. We had no idea how ineffective it was. We had no idea how Fauci et al. had manipulated the data and how they were experimenting on, on these poor people. I had an intense interest in Africa from when I was a little boy. Probably that amplified when I was seven years old. My father came back from a trip to Africa with a film called Africa Speaks, and he showed it on a little 16 millimeter projector that we had in our basement. Just going to pause it right there. That uh, of course, it, yeah. it's almost it's almost yeah. hard not to pause when you hear an old music film, right? Uh, but uh, this this is some stunning information that listening to Dr. Paul Merrick, yeah. you know that they were involved in what was going on over in Africa, and the statements that he was making, they had no idea of the efficacy, they had no idea of the side effects and any of the dangers or risks of this drug, and and he wasn't saying it like to sort of uh, implicate himself in any nefarious things. It was. We are putting our confidence in this individual that's been placed in sort of the highest position in health in the land, and we're right. trusting him and his studies, and he's come out and said, this stuff is okay, and so forth and so on. And now I could only imagine the idea that this stuff was actually killing people over in Africa, these children and 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 
population over there, right? Essentially, just because they were experimenting with this stuff and had no problem incorporating. I would almost feel and, uh, personally yeah. like I had been abused as a doctor because you placed me in a very, very compromising position doing this. And, right. and, and I was part of it. And, you know, you sort of have to live with it. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to me that, that, well, it's not amazing now, but, but I just, I, thinking back in time, I'm going, this guy in this wonderful country, we've got the best medical uh, establishments throughout this country, you know, over anyone in the world. Yeah. Yet the guy that's heading it up, is really the the evil that appears to be you know coming off of a James Bond movie or something you know you, you're like is this real yeah right and unfortunately it was yeah I, I can't I mean I mean for coming from a doctor like Paul Merritt right mm-hmm. I can't even imagine how he feels now because okay would you be thinking now. I didn't do my due diligence, and I right. inadvertently participated in killing a bunch of people. Yes, yeah. That I maybe could have done more research and realized, you know, and either not participated or tried to help in a different manner. But I mean, I mean, that's got to be hard afterwards that you found out that you were just a pawn in a scheme, and mm-hmm. you didn't realize it. Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. I, that's that's a tough one. Sure. Yeah, and and you know, and sort of even more sad that today that he has that due diligence. He has done some things, and now many like him are exposing some of these nefarious things that are going on. And guess what? Their credentials and their characters being stripped and 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 right, uh, just taken away from you know all of these things are taken away from their their characters being assassinated so essentially they're as the chinese would say they're you know not necessarily disappearing like the chinese do to you but yeah pretty much socially and expertly and yeah uh, the the credibility that you once once had that they're just destroying yeah i was just gonna say yeah that exact same thing. Yeah. So, okay, we're going to pick this back up with uh, the old movie. the The old movie that uh, yeah. RFK was enamored with as a young man uh, about uh, his dad uh, going over to Africa and bringing back this this little movie that uh, that they would was it nine millimeter. Nine millimeter, eight millimeter, eight millimeter. Yeah, maybe the, the old the old movie the old cameras. Eight, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nine yeah. millimeter. Well, no, that's a that's a gun, isn't it? Well, yeah. Of course, I guess it could be a camera. Film. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think James, it's eight millimeter with James Bond. It could be both. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. Back at it. Africa speaks. I just fell in love with a gun, and I ended up going to Africa beginning in 1964 many, many times. 
that I met over my lifetime with many African leaders, including Jomo Kenyatta, the first president of Kenya, Julius Nyerere, the long-term president of Tanzania, Nelson Mandela, many, many, many other African leaders. And I had a fertile interest in the problems of how U.S. aid and foreign assistance can sometimes exacerbate problems, political problems, cultural problems, the problems of hunger and poverty, rather than alleviating them. And, um, you know, a sensitivity to the idea that we need to be willing to listen to, uh, to local leadership and that we need to nurture community-based solutions. You, there are certain things that one thought one knows. Uh, HIV equals AIDS equals death. And one of the things that became clear and actually rather disturbing was the fact that there was a view that was being expressed by people whose scientific credentials you can't question. It seemed to me that there had been a determined effort to exclude their voice, to, to silence it. So let me ask you about uh, HIV mm. and AIDS. Why did it take so long for medical researchers to realize there was a connection. Well, when you say a connection, David, what do you mean a connection? HIV leads to AIDS. Oh, that was, well... But I thought for a while people didn't recognize that that was necessarily the case. Well, that we'll call denialists who are really off the radar screen, so okay. we won't even go there. He brought 24 scientists to Pretoria. I was there. 12 on one side of the issue, 12 on the other side of the issue. He wanted to hear all around the table what everybody thought and, and make a decision. How am I going to handle HIV, AIDS, public health, uh, antiretroviral regimens and so forth in South Africa? I listened and heard the whole story told about our own... Okay, I'm going to pause it right there and just kind of bring us up to date here. A the, the, couple of things. I like what... Uh, RFK Jr. was talking about is that they had decided that it's better for people in other countries or communities to sort of assess their own communities as to what's going on, ask their own questions, seek their own medical, and get everyone involved in what is exactly going on. I mean, that makes right. sense. They okay. know better than we do. You just think about it. The one woman had mentioned colonialism. The downside of that terminology is, you know, we roll, you know, we were rolling into other countries, and this is all through people like him. You know, this has nothing to do with anything political. I don't think it's 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 power and and money, uh, yeah, and and evil. But people like yes. him would they would come rolling up into these other countries and just start saying, you know, hey, there's this virus. And we need to protect you, so we're going to start giving you this, this, this. And so the whole thing was misled, and, and the, the whole nine yards was, we're going to use your people for experiments. Right. You know, yeah. that's the evil. So this this man, uh, the president of uh, South Africa, uh, and I'll, I will attempt to, uh, I think Tabo Mbeki uh, is his name, but... But he he wants to get to the he wants this done right. So she said he when she said he had twelve people on this side, twelve on the other side. She wasn't talking about Anthony Fauci. She was talking about the the president here of South Africa wanting to do things properly. Right. Well, let's let's hear both sides. Yeah, because you know what he was hearing, he wasn't liking. He was he was seeing something that just did wasn't adding up, wasn't holding water. Right. So he is now. 
publicly speaking here in this in this forum mm-hmm. about what has been going on and and how are we going to get to the bottom of it and do what is right and call you know right right and what's wrong is wrong right you know so yeah yeah so uh that's that's where we are we're going to pick this back up and we want to get sort of all of this in its context before we close out here so uh, let's let's move along here we go it seemed to me that we could not blame everything on a single virus. Whoa. It's remarkable that he's still alive, I'll just say, his health minister. She had plastic lemons and pieces of garlic hurled at her because she had said garlic, lemon, olive oil is good to drink every day if you want to strengthen your immune system. Okay, so just quickly, I'm just going to... The 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 health minister that was working for this this man made a big time statement that you know that you can't blame all this stuff on this virus that you that you're trying to do right. This woman speaks up and goes, you know, hey, we've got natural immunity. You eat these things, and people that were planted in the country basically to stir things up mm-hmm. were throwing. Uh, I, I, she said, I think plastic, but basically abusing this woman and, and talking about our God-given natural immunity and how we're to take care of it. Right. To me, as this was, this was back in the 80s, and here we are today. I don't know that that's going around, but I, I would not doubt that that hasn't happened somewhere, but it's, it's the same battle, it appears. Yeah. It's it's our yeah. natural immunity. We know what what is going to get rid of these things and what's going to protect us. This woman in South Africa knew it, right? And just have that in your mind as we go through just the next couple of minutes of this is what what was going on and how good was being treated. Yeah. All right. Here Agreed. we go. Pharma-funded activist group, they showed up and pelted her. The cruelty, the bullying, the culture of just absolutely viciously going against anybody who spoke about natural remedies or the immune system or or the human body. Studies in unborn fetuses in which the mother is given AZT to determine whether or not you can prevent the onset in that 30 to 40 percent of uh, newborn infants who become infected from an infected mother get the virus, never mind the person, never mind the, the, the life. And that's Fauciism. Wow. Hmm. Well, then. That's Fauciism. Mm-hmm. Never mind what really works. Never mind diet, foods, natural products that are risk-free, mind you. Never mind those. You need to get the virus. We need to inject you to get the virus so that we can study this drug to see if we can get rid of the virus or see what kind of reaction this drug has. You know, after all, if we can put you on this drug for years, don't tell anybody, but that's a lot of money in my pocket, says Fauci. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll take that all the way to the bank. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. This is amazing to see what was going on. And then just fast forward. This We're talking about the same man 
Yeah. That we're acquiescing everything to, and people are holding confidence that this man knows what he's doing. And the M.O. is consistent. Yes. Still doing the same thing he was doing then. Yeah. Nothing different. Just different drug, new day. That's it. Yeah. Same old song and dance, if you will. That's right. And more and more people are just sitting around trying to protect it, trying to make excuses of why what he's saying makes sense. Right. Meanwhile, people are dying mm-hmm. or uh, acquiring a permanent disability or who knows what, um, or cancers. I mean, it just it it goes so deep that anything anything goes. And when you look at the pictures, ladies and gentlemen, and see what was done in in Africa. Innocent people, ignorant to all of this, mm-hmm. putting their trust in the American and see this whole thing is 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 blanketed in the American flag, so to speak, because here comes the savior, you know, yeah. Mr. Fauci from America. They're wonderful, and what a stain that one man has put on, in, in my opinion, our country. Mm-hmm. In in the eyes of these Africans, that they should be irate today. And, and they should be shouting from the rooftops, don't you believe a thing this man says or does because we've seen it in person. It's, yeah. it, it, you know, yeah. uh, it, it's enough to get you more than a little bit steamed up. And, of course, I, I have to reel myself in from time to time. Uh, just Sometimes just listening to his voice is like, oh, it's, I can't do it. I can't do it, Ben. Yeah, the more I hear him, the more creepy he sounds, Yes, so to speak. It's like, well, no. Because there's an ulterior motive behind everything. Yeah. And it's all about him. It really is all about him, and it's nothing. And I'll repeat, nothing about a patient, nothing about uh, an American citizen, or for that matter, nothing about a citizen of any country around the world. It is all about him. Mm -hmm. And, you know... So that he's retiring or f- fading out of the scene, what he's done has been put in place, and 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 the ball has been picked up, and and others are running with it right now. But but this has got to come to an end. Uh, yes. I, I and I don't know the answer. I really don't because it appears that uh, you know we're fighting something that it it it's it's almost like a vapor. You know, could you imagine pumping, uh, pumping, punching a vapor? It, it just, you're getting it, you know, you're identifying it, but it's just not getting anywhere. And it appears later, it appears later. And uh, it, it, there's many that see this. And I think really the answer is, and, I, and we do talk about this, The you know, it's pure evil. So the answer is the one who has all power, and that one is God. That's right. So with that in mind... Let's close this episode out, and we'll go to our Father in Heaven, Ben. All right. Dear Father in Heaven, Lord, we we come to you uh, at this particular time with heavy hearts. Our hearts are heavy for those that we have just listened to and viewed that were taken advantage of, families and, and people just in the, the, the country of South Africa and other parts of that country that were misled and killed and used as, as just experiments and unknowingly 
they just lined up and it is so devastating and and just so sad to see what has taken place. We pray for the leaders in those countries. We pray that because these things, Father, are still going on. So we pray for all of those other countries. We pray for discernment for the leaders there that they will clearly see what is going on. We pray for your protection, your Holy Spirit to spread through these countries because we know that the time is getting near. So our plea is that the undiluted truth be spread through the entire planet, that we will be ready for your soon coming. But until that time, Father, we, we pray for the mental, the physical, and the spiritual strength to help our fellow man to reach out where we can and be able to identify evil at every level. And, and Father, we do thank you for all of those who are currently doing just that. We pray for their protection. We pray for the, the ones who have been injured uh, from a variety of different ways. Please be with them and help the ones that are leading uh, be successful at treating and healing these people. And Father, we again, we thank you for this platform here that you've allowed us to speak out on. We pray for those here locally and all around the world that are listening. Special blessings on all of our listeners. And as usual, as we part ways, we pray that every intent of our thought be pure. We ask and pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again every Tuesday and Thursday on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless you.